Well, hello and good day, beautiful, amazing, spectacular podcast family. What a privilege and honor to be with you again. I am sending you all of my love, well wishes, good vibes, prayers your way, wishing you, your family, your friends, all of the best. We have a fantastic episode of the show for you today. We have, after about a year uh, layoff, David Lone Bear Senapas. He is my friend. He is a Native American elder of the Mi'kmaq people. It has been a long time uh, since he has been on the show and a lot has happened in this world. So it was uh, amazing to just hear his perspective on what is going on. Um, he talked about spiritual freedom, censorship, uh, the loss of his mother, uh, choosing our direction or having it chose uh, for us, uh, the code in the Bible, the ancient copper scrolls, the 27 star teachings, uh, why spirituality must be lived and acted on in person um trying to understand change disclosure and so many more so we also talk about you know native american contact with the conquerors and what that was like and so uh yeah this was a phenomenal episode it was great to catch up with him and and hear what he was up to and uh you know i always enjoy sitting down and hearing his perspective on things so if you enjoy this episode please share it as far as you can on all the platforms um the best thing to do is go to mapelair and become a member sign up to join the membership you can do so uh, by donation there's a few donations over there or even for free or you can hit me up matt at zenathlete.com let me know what you can contribute and i'll send you a link um yeah so um patreon is threatening to delete me unless i delete my episodes so it's uh it's a little bit bonkers out there and uh any support would be fantastic reviews and all that kind of thing um also three kind acts wherever you are in the world that would be the most ideal and for those of you guys who want to work with me one-on-one and you want to you know go deep into getting crystal clear on your life purpose and how to integrate it and how to live it um also you want to learn tools for peak performance uh mindset like how to basically destroy your limiting beliefs and architect the inner world you want so you can architect the outer world you want um you know you can check the soul compass out on the membership also the quantum heart hypnosis is a very powerful series of meditations that helps you integrate really powerful perspectives and frames of mind um you know so you actually embody them and also uh, one-on-one coaching and group coaching with atomic alchemy where you're going to get a, a a supportive community that is cheering on your success we all have our own roads to build our own lives to create and so having a powerful community is really important and so this is a weekly coaching and math mastermind group and i'd love to have you there so if you're interested in that hit me up matt at zenathlete.com or fill out the form at mattbelair.com forward slash coaching so that is it um let's come into a state of peace and coherence before we dive into this episode oh yeah check me out on telegram too um facebook jeepers creepers facebook just got hacked so it's a, it's just bonkers over here so telegram is ideal t.me forward slash matt belair sign up for the email list that's the best way and uh yeah we're, we're gonna keep pumping out amazing shows for you today uh finding the best guests and uh doing what we can to you know build a better world together so thank you so much for listening uh let's come into a state of peace and coherence wherever you are in the world just stop what you're doing take in a deep breath in through your nose Hold that breath and let it out slowly, filling every cell, every muscle, and every fiber of your being with peace, joy, contentment, compassion, courage, and get ready to enjoy this incredible episode with Mi'kmaq elder David Lone Bear Senapas. Hello and welcome to the Mastermind Body and Spirit Show. I'm your host, Matt Belair. 
As you know, we are facing extreme censorship alongside many other truth seekers out there. They just let me out of the Facebook or YouTube jail to uh, do this live video, thankfully. So if you want to support this show, please go over to mapillaire.com, become a member. You can do so for free or by donation. And most importantly, do three kind acts wherever you are in the world today. Today's guest needs no introduction. He is my friend. He is a Native American elder of the Mi'kmaq people. Welcome back to the show, David Lone Bear Senapas. Good morning, Matthew. How are you this fine morning? Um, uh, we're here in the state of Maine. Uh, we just come up with this podcast in the last day or so, so everything is all put together. So uh, it's good to see you again, and, and uh, we're going to have some interesting discussions this morning, and uh, I'm looking forward to this. I haven't been on any podcast for a little while. We've been having some situations in our family. Now we'll get more into that in a little bit. Yeah, well, it's it's good to see you. I think the last one we did was almost a year ago, and then we had you on and we had Clifford on, you know, kind of before the whole world um, shifted. And it's been quite the roller coaster since last mm -hmm. time we, we spoke in the world. But I know you've been um, dealing with a lot of different things. So it's good to have you back. I'd love to have your perspective on you know everything that's going on it's uh it's different all over the world right some countries are um experiencing more tyranny or less tyranny and and there's just so many things happening so i'd just love to hear your thoughts on you know what you've been up to and, and what you feel is going on today yeah since i left you uh, a year ago uh, the world has changed considerably uh, we look around us and uh, we're into the mask, uh, masking our faces so nobody can see a smile. Uh, that's kind of sad in a way, but uh, the, the world is changing. Uh, it's always changing. It depends on how that changes and how we see that. Uh, the, last, um, the, the last few months, the world has been changed considerably. Uh, but, but again, uh, it's like, how do we uh, cope with this? How do we deal with this, you know? Uh, there's always wars, there's always tyranny, there's always different things out there that's going on. And the last uh, few months that uh, we've been censored uh, on some of the things that we say, and we talk about the freedom of speech. Uh, I don't think we have that here. As much as we think we, we say that, you know, uh, I, I see Facebook and all the other medias out there that uh, even the news is censored. And, I'm, sometimes I wonder what they what do they not want us to know? You know, um, is the world changing that much? Uh, the world is scared. The higher powers are scared that uh, we might have a spiritual freedom. And I, I think that's um, part of the whole thing here is that uh, what is spiritual freedom? You know, is spiritual freedom churches? Is it, is it uh, one God? Is it one creator? Is it one mind or what? Um, I think as human beings that uh, we don't know that uh, we keep on thinking we have the answers and and I and I, I look online a lot and people say oh I have the answers uh, love uh, peace uh, love your neighbor uh, do all this stuff but uh, as much as that good as that sounds uh, we are not doing any of that uh, even on on these um, um, machines that we do I hear a lot of it especially on the censorship you know. Uh, part of being censored, I, uh, you know, we came off uh, YouTube and, and Facebook is because that message wasn't really coming through clearly because, you know, you, you say every other word and they take that word out and it becomes something else, you know. Uh, I've been here for a long time. I've been teaching a long time. And this is the first time I ever see it that kind of this bad on the censorship part of it. And, um, 
and part of that um, reasoning, and I think is that we are progressing into the future, not the past, but we have to change the way that we think, change the way we do things, change the way uh, that uh, we look at things. And that's kind of hard uh, because, you know, Facebook uh, only, Facebook is a safe place to be if you're gonna be censored. But if you wanna go into the darkness and to find stars and to find light, you're gonna to have to uh, take a step forward into that darkness to find that light. And, uh, and Facebook has not really done that. I mean, it's, it's a great platform if you wanna gossip and do all the other things out there. And there's a lot of it. And, you know, there's no consequence of it. You get in Facebook jail. Um, but the real world itself, the way we are in the universe, um, that, that's not the way the universe works. The universe uh, works on a, a principle of um, freedom, uh, spiritual freedom. The, uh, the future, uh, the past won't change, but the future will change on our direction. And, you know, Matthew, um, in, in my family in the last uh, year or so, that we had, um, we had some deaths in our family. My, uh, my mother passed away a few months ago. That was very sad for us. She was 85 years old, um, a beautiful woman, a beautiful teacher, beautiful mom, just an all-around beautiful person. And uh, that she uh, journeyed on. Uh, she was 85 years old. Uh, she had a good life. Um, we had a chance to spend a lot of time with her uh, before she passed on because we knew she was passing on. And the family, friends and family, uh, so was by her side. Uh, when she passed away, I was there when she passed away, and um, to uh, to experience that. And uh, 19 days later, my nephew passed away, so we've had really uh, sorrows in our family. But that is life. Uh, things have to go on. You know, I could have stopped and and said, "Oh, this is enough. This is crazy." But my mom told me to keep teaching and. Uh, I was getting on that um, road of uh, disappointment and um, looking at, uh, especially the last 10 years we've been here and, and looking on that path that we created. You know, is anybody following that path? Very few people following the path. And we've been doing this a long time, Star Teachings, and uh, have my mother to, to honestly say, keep teaching. He said, people may not be listening, but they subconsciously listen. So it keeps telling your stories. And that's kind of hard because uh, my family uh, doesn't support me very much in this endeavor. Uh, you'd think they would, but again, we're part of this world and part of that understanding. And, and part of that is uh, that we, some of us has to move on in, into that darkness to find that light. Uh, you can stay in the light uh, and it's safe. Most of the bears are not mostly in the light. The bears are mostly in the darkness, but bears are the pigment of our imagination. You know, fears, false evidence appearing real. Most of our fears won't come true. Just like this um, platform that we're on now, that we have to go into that darkness, you know, um, no matter where that goes. You know, if we didn't have this machine, how would we spread the teachings? By foot, uh, step by step, yard by yard, pretty hard, inch by inch is a cinch. And that's kind of what we're doing. We're moving forward a little by little. You know, the last year or so has been tragedy after tragedy. You know, I get news from all around the world what's going on. I guess we are the control of that future. You know, there's a few factions want to control that. But if you look at the numbers that want spiritual freedom out there, we number in the billions. But we don't talk to each other. There's no way to talk to each other. 
you know, Facebook was very limited on talking to each other and getting something done. Uh, we did, we got hardly anything done. So that's why we're looking for different platforms. This is one of the platforms that we are working with, but this is not going to be the only one. Now we're going to spread this around the world, the kindness, compassion, happiness. But again, uh, there's a few number of us uh, trying to do this. And as I'm telling you right now, it's hard. Uh, we have to deal with each other, our ego with each other, ego with the world, and ego with, uh, with the communities. Uh, and we find that uh, very difficult in this time and age. And uh, when income controls us, it's even harder, you know, because spirituality and income don't match up. You know, we, we talk about, well, we need money to do this. But in the real sense, and understand what spirituality is, you know, does money control you or you control it? You should be able to control your currency or the, the money that you get. But we don't do that. We let other people set our boundaries for us. And again, my boundaries inside of this uh, is our boundaries, uh, YouTube and Facebook. Can we invent other things to get that message out there? Yes, we can. Somebody invented Facebook, somebody invented YouTube and other things. So is uh, stepping forward, daring to step forward and uh, bring these teachings forward. And I, and I find that the, the hardest part because the, the last year, you know, I had a lot of family uh, things going on and, you know, family kind of rules right now that, you know, we try to stick together the COVID, the, the, the mask here that we put our mask on, to disguise ourselves. You know, a lot of this is um, crazy. I guess it's really crazy. And if I told you 10 years ago, this would happen, you would not believe me. Uh, and I did tell you 10 years ago, this was happening. But again, how do we know? How do we believe? Uh, how do we move forward on um, this endeavor? You know, and I, I think Matthew that, uh, uh, that you and I kind of go back a little bit on these uh, podcasts and, um, and we're still talking now. I'm not going anywhere, you know, I can't go anywhere. And um, our family situation that uh, a year ago or when COVID, COVID um, hit, uh, we couldn't afford rent anymore uh, because our income kind of dried up because part of our, our income is that, uh, that we travel and things like that. And I'm a jeweler and stuff that my business dried up. So we had to move out of our house in the last past year that we've been um, hotel living, I guess. <laughs> enjoying the hotel and camping out and, and we're still doing that and uh, we're in um, still in the cold bit into um, uh, United States and it, we've been trying to look for a house a place to live or rent but the property values skyrocketed where we are so we are in, uh, looking really hard to find a home base that we can call home um, I'm not um, too disappointed in that because a lot of people are trying to get out of the cities into the the country and stuff like that. So uh, the property values went up and people from out of state are buying land here, you know, that, and it's really hard to find a place, but we're still working on it. And I, I truly think that in the next couple of months that we are going to find a place that we can call home. Um, I've been out of my workshop for about a year. So I really had not had a chance to really work very much in the science um, endeavor. But, uh, but again, I have high hopes that darkness, uh, we, we are finding light in that darkness. And, and people like yourself that's uh, watching this, that, you know, you do support. Uh, every once in a while we get support from you. That's really good. And, and, um, and uh, sometimes I get really scared of the world, but again, I think we're all scared here of what's gonna go on. 
but on, on our side, it's calming down. This will go eventually go away, but don't forget about this. Don't forget what the what the uh, fear can do to a community. You know, they shut us down spiritually. We want to be open, opening their eyes to the light. Well, well, first of all, I'm really sorry to hear about your family. I remember hearing about your mother and how close you were. So my condolences, I know that that's rough. And I think that fear, like, like you're touching on, is the biggest thing. You know, when, when we're afraid, we become more angry. Um, now people are masking themselves. And there's a lot of studies to show that when you mask yourself, you have all this nonverbal communication you're not seeing. So it actually makes people uh, more violent, more angry, less patient. Um, and it's interesting because... You know, in doing the podcast we have for years, you know, some of the stuff I'm like, holy smokes, like that's pretty far out there. Um, but the basic teachings you always put forth are kindness, compassion, and happiness, also getting someone's name. And, you know, you think it's a basic teaching, but then now all of a sudden with everybody's mask on, you can't even see their face. So, you know, if it were to keep going in this insane direction, you could say, you know, an act of kindness is bringing down your, your face shield, you know what I mean? Showing your face and smiling. We can't even see that. And, uh, you know, the level of insanity is, is just through the roof. And again, it depends on which country you're in. Um, but hopefully this can be an opportunity and a catalyst for change because you've been out here for 10 years, um, you know, well, or longer doing your teachings and I've heard them and they all make perfect sense to me. Um, and I've been aware of kind of like some of the stuff in the world around how the structures work and starvation and all these atrocities, but nobody seems to mind. They go about their day and they, they're in their world and they don't seem to have compassion for anything else outside of just, you know, what they're doing. And I feel like that's how this system is able to continue to operate is we don't have compassion for those um, being really harmed. And so hopefully this COVID thing everybody's aware of it and we can extend our compassion to those who are being marginalized from this. And so I don't know. Do you want to comment on that? Yeah. Um, I've been up there in the world, uh, uh, still teaching, trying, trying to teach anyway, but the numbers are very few right now because we can't gather in large numbers, but um, we can gather in large numbers with this machine. Uh, this machine goes around the world. Uh, we have to, Kind of restructure ourselves um, because of the COVID. Uh, was going on. I, we still sometimes go to restaurants and go out, and and I think the mask forces us to see a smile in the eyes. In the eyes is part of the soul, and uh, that I, we, makes us really look at each other. And sometimes that um, we look down when we don't want to look up. We look up when we don't want to look down. I think that uh, we are truly looking for that light, a darkness, uh, and that masks uh, mask our smile, but it doesn't mask our eyes. Now, eyes tell the truth. And I, and I think that helps in a way, in part of our understanding of the, what the future is, brings. You know, we, wanted to, we talk about change. Um, I, I remember five years ago, me speaking to a, a large amount of people and, um, and after the, the talk, you know, we had questions and um, people asked me, says, what is change? Uh, how can we change the world? I said, you will change the world or the, or the world will change you. And the guy got kind of upset. So, I don't understand that. Said, I don't understand what you mean. I said, you will. You will because uh, somebody's going to make your decision for you, 
for your change, or are you going to make it? And she says, no, I'm going to stay neutral. It says, you're never neutral. There's negative and positive. And without negative and positive, you don't have change. And the guy got really mad and kind of stomped off. And um, But as you see now, that, that change is forced upon us right now. We have to wear masks uh, or we can't eat. Uh, we have to wear masks or we can't gain entry into a store, you know. Uh, and you go into the store, they have arrows for you, for your direction, what arrow to walk down the uh, aisle, what arrow to look out. And you can only do that with a certain amount of people. So that is being forced upon us as, as uh, people. Five years ago, it wouldn't have made sense what I said. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, that's just the philosophy stuff. Here it is. We're among the masks now. Uh, we are forced to do things. Uh, much as we don't, we can grumble and stomp our feet. But again, I'll, myself, I put a mask on. Um, is, am I being forced? Yes, I'm being forced because I want to eat. I want to be able to go and uh, have some freedom. So we're actually fighting for our freedom now. Uh, and um, hopefully when the masks come off, we won't forget about this lesson, a very important lesson in this world. The whole world is doing it. Uh, and again, five years ago, I said the world will change no matter if you like it or not. And people say, oh, I'm going to meditate for peace. You can do that, and that would probably work in a few hundred thousand years. But again, it's going to take a change in the human beings. Uh, that if we don't want the mask, how do, how do we change that? You know, I see a lot of uh, different groups out there now. Um, the conspiracy theories, things like that. And, you, and there's a lot of them, you know, uh, you want to learn about the flat earth, go online, that tells you about the flat earth. Is it the truth? What, you, what do you determine the truth is, you know? Uh, I have a lot of people used to argue with me, no, the earth is flat. Well, I'm a scientist, uh, I do know just a little bit on, on the gravity, uh, light, uh, shadows, you know? Uh, some people make the assumption, no, the earth is flat. Um, and I just said, just prove it. Um, just, just show me why gravity is pretty well constant around the, the world. And it says that they've been lying to you. Who's been lying to me? You know, I, I knew this since I was a young boy. I did the studies. I've done the parallel light experiments and things like that. Uh, you know, I, I know there's a moon. Uh, I bounce the lasers off of it. You know, you can't change light speed. I mean. Yeah, no matter what that is. And so no, they change the science. So if you don't have science, what do you have? You know, people don't realize, you, then you have um, somebody telling you what you should believe. And people do that a lot in, in uh, different spiritualities, you know, there's a God. Um, well, I can prove that there is no God, but you can't prove there is a God. And people say, no, look at the Bible. Well, if you open the Bible up and read the back of it, it's it's been, um, uh, so it's been written by a company. Um, I don't know if the creator's hand wrote that or not, but I'm pretty sure I see books all over the place that's been stamped. But again, I, just, I can't prove there's a God, but you can't prove that there's a God either. So, and, but that's what we're stuck with on this earth is that, you know, everybody has all their different beliefs and we've been so much arguing over the thousands of years, we forgot what we're here for in the begin with. Uh, to get along with each other, be in peace, to be uh, compassionate to each other. I don't see that really happening. Uh, I wasn't going to do any more podcasts, 
um, because my, my family's in such turmoil uh, that we're still hurting from the loss of my mom and my nephew. Um, and it was kind of a, a last minute decision to be on this podcast today. Um, my wife and I were driving yesterday and we were talking about uh, the changes and things like that. Am I gonna quit? Uh, I've quit so many times um, because I don't see anything really happening out there in the world or in the STAR teachings. You know, we have some very few uh, members in the STAR teachings that are actually doing something. And to, um, I guess if they quit, I probably quit. They haven't quit. So uh, there is hope out there. There is light that if we really open our, thy eyes to that light, we'll find it. But oh, believe me, the, like I said, there's thousands of different conspiracy th theories out there. You know, you and I were at the Parliament World Religions uh, several years ago. And that was really disappointing for me. I was hoping that was some hope there uh, between the Native Americans and all the different uh, religions out there. We did not talk to each other out there. And you, you, knew, you knew that, Matt. Uh, you came with me trying to talk to some of these people. And we are so far-fetched on the unreasonable, uh, you know, uh, between um, different beliefs and different ways of thinking, you know, what is the truth? How do we determine the truth? We determine the truth by step by step to see if there's a sun, you know. Um, if the earth is flat, we don't have a sun, you know. Uh, we, we can't orbit. Uh, we can't do that. Uh, we can't stay on this planet, you know. Uh, if the earth is flat, that means gravity is less on both the ends of this uh, circle than the middle. Uh, that means we'll be walking 45 degrees every time we walk around this earth. But we don't do that. Uh, we're a sphere, or somewhat a sphere. Um, and we travel around the sun and or lips. Uh, you can measure that in the gravity. You can measure that in the uh, tides. You can measure all the different things. But we don't want to know that. We don't want to have to do our own research to sit down and actually. I went through book upon books upon books. Um, I've uh, read the conspiracy theories, flat earth theories, you know. People may debate me, and please debate me if you want to. Uh, but the evidence is there, is that we choose not to believe that evidence. We want something else. We want the far-fetched stuff. We're in the far-fetched stuff now. Uh, and I told you again five years ago what this is going to happen. But how do you know? You know, how do you know? I'm, you know, I just looked at some of my predictions the last 10 years. I'm right 86% of the time. Why? Because am I talking to God? Am I talking to spirits? No. I'm just doing the math. That's all I'm doing. I'm looking at what's going on, global change, things like that, the market change, how we, wars, all the different, you know, if you just sat down and looked at it, everything matches up what we're doing. And we're the one who's changing the earth. You know, uh, I don't think the aliens are. If the aliens were trained there, they'd change it for the good. If they're millions of years ahead of us, they, they probably already figured wars are not very good for communities. Peace is very good for communities to carry on in the future. But we don't want to think about that. We want to think about the absurd. We want to think about the crazy stuff, uh, all the different things out there, you know. Uh, so we talk about the copper scrolls quite a lot in the Star Teachings. You know, it's just a piece of copper uh, with some writing on it. Uh, are they sacred? Uh, I don't consider them sacred. They're, they're informational. Um, some people say, well, it looks like a, uh, uh, I just read some of the comments, it looks like a roof shingle. You probably can use them if you had enough copper scrolls to cover your roof, it would be beneficial. 
But without that information coming off those scrolls to into the communities and actually work, they're not a hell of a pile of beans, you know? They're just pieces of copper. It's like anything that's written out there. And, uh, and I do get a lot of strange stuff. How they're, how they're written, what we do with them, you know? Uh, are we going to kill over? Are we going to kill millions of people because the creator said, you know, go this way and kill all the other civilizations? I don't know. That, that's, that's a human interpretation. That's not God's or creator's interpretation. That's our interpretation, how we do that. And we talk about um, coming together and singing and doing all that stuff. That's great. Uh, if everybody's invited, you know, the new word now, black lives matter. I believe that. Brown lives matter too. Yellow lives matter. White lives matter. Uh, we not uh, bring that communication to each other. It's awful, the things that we interpret and look at. Uh, we're looking for truth, and sometimes we're looking for a conspiracy that we can believe in. There's plenty of them out there. But to have spiritual freedom is the truth of mind, truth of spirit. That's the hardest thing in this world, Matthew. Uh, I get pretty sad of some of the things that I see out there in the mind, including our communities, you know. Um, if we're going to make this change in the world, we're going to have to, again, take a step forward to to do uh, go into that darkness to find those the lost lights and there are many out there and that's getting off facebook and youtube and other places and venturing how are we going to spread the world when our ears are full of wax uh, and i think uh, facebook is like that uh, so we have a lot of things on there but since i've been on it did we do very much not very much because uh, we're comfortable with it is to be when we're uncomfortable that's when things happen <laughs> well, that, leave you right in the middle. <laughs> yeah, well, you know that, that's a lot. I do remember going to the Parliament of World Religions, and you know, there's over 200 different religions present, and yeah, they they weren't communicating, and we have all these uh, different sets of beliefs, and what that does is somehow that separate separates us. So when we're talking about the conspiracy stuff, you know, there's there's so many different ideas out there, and there's a bit of evidence. You know, you can make you can make anything sound good. Um, but it can also be divisive, you know what I mean? And so um, one of the things that I like is uh, Tom Campbell was saying, he's a, one of the leading physicists on simulation theory. You know, are we in a simulation? Actually, I remember the day where I interviewed uh, him and then I interviewed you and it was like six hours of like simulation, uh, mind-blowing stuff. But he would just say simple truths, you know, like, um, you know, you just take the information as it is. And if you get more data point for that being the truth, then that's great. And then you can listen to someone else. But it doesn't have to be where they believe the opposite of what you do. And you can't be kind and compassionate and happy, you know, with 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 that same um, with the difference in beliefs. And I feel like that's a lot of what you're trying to share with people, because it's so hard now. Facebook and Google and all of it has been weaponized. And we have now scientism, you know, and that's where, you know, a lot of the doctors that I speak to about uh, medicine and what's going on in the world, they say, oh, well, believe in the science, but whose science is that? You know, when we have certain characters hijacking um, whole institutions um, to benefit pharmaceutical companies. And so now with these, you know, rollout of the needles, um, I remember um, talking to, you know, you and Clifford and saying like this genocide agenda is not done. And now I'm getting reports in different communities. And I had another 
uh, guest on who was talking about how they were spraying the Navajo nation. And so, you know, to me, those things are real. Um, but how do we, how do we find solutions when it does seem that there are a certain amount of people, um, or I think it's like an orchestrated attack in, in the sense that it's like two ants trying to fight each other. But what you're trying to suggest is even though if you have a different belief as the two ants, just don't, don't participate in that. Don't participate in the belief that's going to make you attack another human. Is that kind of, that's kind of how I interpret it. Yeah, I, I think that's somewhat true. Um, with uh, talking with Clifford, uh, his view is just a little bit different than mine, but we all share the same direction. Um, I'm not putting religion down. Um, you know, I've read several Bibles uh, and um, trying to interpret, you know, some people's oh, uh, the Bible code. Uh, so I've studied that for many of years and what the Bible code was. Is it true? Um, well, I took the Bible and I took the Quran. I took um, uh, the three bears. I took uh, best of two worlds uh, and, and interpreted. And you'll find codes in every book that you can put out there if you do the math right, because we, we are stuck with 26 letters in the alphabet and how they go together. You have 4 billion, 4 billion 500 different combinations of uh, talking about love. Uh, you have a, uh, 922 billion ways of um, um, organizing different words that make sense to us. Um, does it mean it uh, has sense to it? No, uh, some of it's pretty jargon you know, and that's our interpretation of what that is. And just what, like the polar religion, I was, when I got invited to that, I was very excited because here's a chance that we can all sit and agree or even have a cup of tea with each other and, and, and find out what your view is. And um, even with the Native Americans, that we are kind of stuck in that uh, belief. Um, and I find that that we all kind of stuck like that. You know, if you're a Christian, non-Christian, like that, is that I believe this, I believe that, and I'm, I'm not going to think of anything else because that's what it says in the book. The copper scrolls are pretty specific in what they say. Do I believe everything? Um, probably not, because what I know is. 30 years ago when I interpret some of that, some of it's pretty crazy, but it doesn't seem crazy now because we really hadn't really uh, got involved with all the, the, the teachings and everything. It says that we're gonna uh, depend on the magic box back 30 years ago when you say a magic box, you know, what I'm, I was thinking about a little box and it had some magic in it. And you know, to me, that was my interpretation. But if you look now, you know, you're, some of you guys are watching this thing on the magic box. And it's uh, ruling our lives. It's ruling our children. Uh, it's it's how we govern ourselves. You know, uh, we we always have to have that uh, magic box with us, even when we go to the bathroom or when we go to bed. We put it beside our uh, nightstand. Uh, we check our mail in the morning. Check it at night. You know, and do the scrolling. You know, I, I see that quite a lot in restaurants and still. You know, I was watching some construction workers and why the other construction workers are working. The people are scrolling. It's like. Is that this important to us, that magic box? And again, if I told you 30 years ago, and I had a pretty good audience 30 years ago talking about the prophecies, do they believe me? Probably not. It sounds really good uh, when something like that. But when it comes true, nobody realized that was 30 years ago that we talked about that. So what we're talking about now is peace, uh, peace on earth, uh, being able to work with communities, uh, 
not blow ourselves up uh, in a one continuous mushroom cloud, you know, and we don't really see that because right now we're callous spiritually, you know, uh, and again, I still see homeless people. I still people still needing help, you know, uh, because uh, if we don't do our taxes, we won't get any uh, benefits from that. Uh, they're forcing us to do our taxes so we can get a stimulus check. Uh, there's a, I looked online uh, several weeks ago on uh, this year or the last two year or so, this is the most time that uh, the United States filed the most taxes out there. And, the, and that's crazy. Why, why would they do that for, you know, and, and you know, people following the taxes because they want to get some extra money uh, to live, I guess. And it's, you, it's better to be on unemployment than it is to work because you get more incentive to be on unemployment and to work. That still doesn't make sense to me mathematically, but it is happening. It's, you know, the, the, the billions and billions of dollars are being printed so we can do that, to be able to change the way we think a little bit. Remember, if you, if you give an inch in thinking, that's years in change. And that change that what we're doing, maybe it's not so good. Uh, the work value, you know, uh, I don't, sometimes what the work value is, you know, uh, your work value equals uh, currency, money. People get paid by the hour because they work a certain way or work a certain job. Work value is um, how do you benefit your family? How do you benefit uh, your community? That's why I see, see work value. But we have a different version of that right now. And our world is uh, conforming to that change that we thought about many years ago. And we're among us now. And um, people like yourself and me and some other people are trying to say, time to uh, wake up. Um, it's kind of a rude awakening, but um, we can talk about different things and philosophize and do all the different things. But we, this is a time of actually stepping forward into that darkness and looking for that light. And um, there's people out there, but I can't find you. Uh, I don't know where you are. You're in the darkness. I tell people to, to go into their basement, uh, spiritual basement of the human body, and look around there. And um, our basement is so dark uh, in, in, our, in our spirit. To go down there and turn the lights on, turn on the fuse box, turn on the light that uh, makes you. And that's kind of hard to do because uh, we're scared. You know, we're scared of uh, what could happen. And I am too. You know. Uh, I'm pretty controversial in, in the speaking world. Uh, my family doesn't agree with some of the things I say. Uh, that's fine. Uh, some of the other things that I say that people have just said, no, that's not true. But again, uh, we, we have to step forward into that darkness uh, to find fear that false evidence appearing real. You know, all darkness is just lack of light. It's an energy source, just like light. Is it better? No, we make it better. Uh, when, when light does hit us, we have that spiritual warmth to us. And that could be God creator. It could be Mickey Mouse. It could be some other creator out there. We don't even know about that, but that light is part of the warmth of the, warmth of the spirit. And again, that's really hard to talk about or even to uh, sit across the table from me and talk about that or sit in the audience and listen to what I say. I don't know everything, Matthew. I know 1% of 1%. And I hardly know that. You know, 
I, I just wish that uh, we can gather in large numbers again, because part of um, understanding and um, bringing that energy as a community is being together, uniting the, all the spiritual uh, thinking together at one time in a circle, not in a row, but in a circle. So we can all receive that energy together. Well, that would be a fantastic idea. Uh, they just opened a UFC in Florida, and I just saw the the photos of it, and there's thousands of people there. And one of the examples you used to share was um, if we cared about peace as much as we care about the Super Bowl, we'd have it. And so, you know, what if places are open? And I guess from the example of what you're sharing, you know, maybe it's a spiritual gathering like the Parliament of World Religions. Um, and you've got this UFC or mass event and people who are just looking for change and peace, um, but then can also tolerate another belief. And I feel like that's where the, the challenge is because, you know, we do have a history of uh, religious wars and violence and we are a very violent species, it seems. And how do we allow a person to have a totally different belief, but still treat them with kindness, compassion, and happiness. And, you know, you say those are the first three star teachings, which are interesting because, uh, we still haven't learned them, you know, and, and, and it's actually getting worse. And some people are really waking up though and committing and understanding that, you know, now is the time for change. And so how do we do that within our communities? And what do you see that we can do for solutions to move towards peace? Hmm. Well, one of 27 teachings, uh, the first one is, of course, is kindness. But kindness is a, it's a book in itself. You know, people come to me and say, I already know about kindness. Tell, tell me the second teachings. So if somebody does that, then they don't know about the first teachings. And, and I find that um, weird uh, because at the part of world religion, which I'm getting back to again, they supposedly have a books that they go by, uh, governs them, their teachings. I find that odd uh, that um, that we need currency to bring spirituality to the world. You know, I see churches built by money, communities, different buildings put up because of uh, financial. The banks right now, the banks are going crazy because everybody's staying home and doing their banking. So banking is one of the best investments you can get into because it involves with currency. But again, like the one to 27 teachings that when we don't even get one, um, what's the use of the other 26? Because without number one, yourself, um, that teaching is not gonna make sense. The other 26 teachings is not gonna make sense to you. And people say practice makes perfect. I just tell people just to practice. Don't try to be perfect. Uh, only perfect people I know are dead. We're here on this earth to learn about oneself, that's us, to understand uh, that we live in a greater world, that is the universe, that's in back of me, uh, that we're uh, one of uncounted numbers of life forms out there. That's what it says in the Copper Scrolls. Uh, and do I believe that? I believe I can count uh, at least 30, 40 people in my life every day. Uh, that I uh, interact with? Is that billions? No, that's one of billions. But uh, we don't think about stuff like that. Uh, we think about uh, what am I going to get out of it? Uh, what am I, how am I going to benefit from this? Uh, uh, what's this going to do? 
Is that necessary? I, I just tell people, is that necessary? You have to benefit from this? Some people say, oh, yeah, my spirit's going to benefit. Do you realize if you put one act of kindness out there without asking for any return, you benefit no matter what. You, you win. But people want to kind of restructure that so they can win no matter. If I'm going to go out in the darkness, I want to be able to win. It's like jumping out of a plane without a parachute. I said, I'm going out there. I'm going to have the faith. I'm not going to believe in gravity. And I will land softly on the ground. You know, right now that that um, belief is probably up to thousands of people that jump out of airplanes with parachutes, and there's people that have done that. Uh, I don't know of one surviving. Uh, and again, is that belief is how big is that belief in you? You know that if you take kindness in consideration first, and uh, and and actually do that act of kindness and not expecting anything in return. And that takes three lessons a day. I figured that out. That I was in the coffee. No, I was in a, a restaurant the other day uh, thinking about that. And, and usually my wife and I talk quite a lot. And that day I ordered um, uh, two hot dogs with cheese, french fries, and a drink. And before that, um, I was sitting out in the front waiting to, because they have a waiting list. And it was a nice day, I was with my wife and this person walks by me and, and I was thinking about today, what I was gonna talk about. And he, he goes, he walks by me, that, that truck is bigger than the other one. And that's just caught me off guard. What, what did you just say? That truck is bigger than the other one. The other one, what? He says, oh, I just bought this truck. And I looked at it as a big red truck. I said, yeah, it's a very nice truck. And then he started going out and said, well, without me even saying hello to him, he just carried a conversation. But in my mind at that time, uh, I was thinking about my mom um, about this day. And, and, uh, and But I had that uh, feeling of uh, the sun hitting me because it was, it was cold for uh, a couple of days and that sun felt good, but I couldn't determine if that was kindness or the warmth of the sun. But I figured it was both at the same time. And at that time, I guess I'd lit up a little bit because he was drawn to me to speak. And all during in that restaurant, we couldn't get him to shut up <laughs> because I'm sitting there on the thing and he's still standing up talking to us. And he's very helpful. And he didn't know anything about the star teachings. He didn't know anything about kindness. He didn't know anything about that but he responded to a ray of light hitting me, you know? Um, and we got his name, um, he helped us. Um, and to me, that was a reminder. Um, I don't know everything, honestly, I don't know everything. And a reminder, and I said, how can I repay that kindness back to him and not ask for anything in return? And I thought about it. And uh, the waiter is really nice. She was with us. I said, come here, can you, can you do me a favor? And his name was Bob. I said, can you give me Bob's um, uh, uh, bill? I want to pay for Bob's bill. And uh, she, she brought it over and I paid for his bill. And I had that warmth inside of me still. And, and we left before um, he, he could figure that out. To me, that's kindness. Uh, I didn't want anything in return for that. And I, and to this very day, he probably doesn't know who, who did that, but a selfless act 
to be selfish. But to be selfless, you have to be have oneself inside to understand what that spiritual part of uh, being here in the universe, why we do things. That's one of a billion kind acts you can do. Um, it's not set in stone. Uh, be kind to yourself. That's what I tell people to do. And most people not. Uh, we think about the past. Uh, we think about all the things we've done. If somebody that says a bad word to us, we talk bad to that person. And there's nothing, there's nothing about forgiveness here. Uh, you know, some people say, I forgive you. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. But I don't need forgiving. But I could have been a terrible, worst person. But being kind, being able to repay that kindness in some way, doesn't have to be paying for their bill. It's just to say hello, or it's just to do that thing. And, and people want to know about the Star Teaching. Oh, what's the book about Star Teaching? The, the book, if you open the book of Star Teaching, if you went to that mountain of knowledge and went up into that cave, and there's a book sitting in the middle of that on a stone, and the ray is hitting that book, and that's the greatest sacred book you can get. And people strive to go to this book a lot and to find the knowledge in this book. And uh, they finally, all these years, get to that mountain and get into that cave where that book is lit up by the sun, so a hole in the ceiling. And it's a glorious day and they deserve it. And they get, it, get in there and they sit and they said, now I'm going to know the knowledge of the world. And they open this book up and the pages are all blank. And that's something. And people take all these years to go to this book of knowledge because the book of knowledge is not written yet. And there's billions of books out there, but none book tells you about what that kindness, true kindness is. You know, we have uh, philosophy, philosophers talking about this. Uh, sounds really good uh, when a, a person of spirituality talks about it, but some people can get really good at talking and make sense. But there's hardly no spiritual duos out there. Some people can be so heavily minded that they're no earthly good. And we've, I find that a lot. That's kind of sad, too, because I'm one of those people. I'm one of those people I'm talking about. You know, am I the most spiritual? No. Am I the most kindness? No. Am I compassionate? No, 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 no. But recognizing it, that, that's the biggest deal right there, is being able to recognize it. Um, you know, I have a lot of people that have draw opinion who I am. Uh, you're not a scientist. Uh, I don't have um, any diplomas on my wall saying I'm a scientist. I have experience. I'm not a mathematician. I work with numbers. Uh, you you want to put that in how you want to do that? I work with numbers. And if whatever that claim is, you know, that, that's what I do. No matter if you say I'm not. Um, scientists, I can put uh, E equals M. I can tell you what that means. Am I a scientist? No. I just... Do a lot of studying. But to understand what the world's about, you're going to have to get down and do something. If you, if you are a carpenter, that means you're going to have to build a house or, or do something carpentry. If you're a mechanic, same way. And, you know, I'm, most of my, my life, that I've, that's what I've done. I work with uh, electronics. I work with uh, motors. I work with chemistry. I work with explosives. I work with all the different things out there. Does that make me a scientist? Only me. Um, I work with other scientists. I work with other people that work with numbers. I claim nothing. I really claim nothing on that. 
and that's part of the uh, understanding what kindness is in this world. Be kind to yourself. May people may not be kind to you, uh, your people around you, your family, and everything else, but it has to show through somehow. I'm changing my platform just a little bit more to um, tailor make this to my family, so they 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 do listen to me, you know. Um, but I'm going to tailor make this a little bit more. But like I said, we're all family here. And again, uh, am I going away? Probably not too soon. Um, I still have a lot of work to do. Uh, probably some with my mom and my nephew, but I do still have some family left. Um, again, um, it's all about kindness, compassion, happiness. That's the hardest thing in this world to do. When you share all that, I think that, you know, the way that you speak in the other interviews, and I've heard you talk, um, I feel like probably everybody interprets it in a different way. And so my interpretation of that, when you're, when you're sharing those stories, is that, you know, you could read a book on how to become a carpenter <coughs> or a mechanic or how to be kind or how to be spiritual, but the knowledge comes from doing an action and action and living. You know, you get to you get to live your own life. You get to be that book. You get to be the example of it. And you could read all these different ways about being kind or or contributing or being compassionate. But you need to put it into action. And so I feel like you know our society, when we're looking at these you know gurus or podcasts or books, you know this is how you can reach enlightenment. This is how you can you know raise your vibe and have crystals and all these different things. And and listening to you over the years, it's like, you need to put that into action. You know, what are you doing for your community? What are you doing for your family? What are you doing for your friends? And are you living in that way? You know, we, we, we talked at the beginning about, um, you know, you're a martial artist and, uh, you know, I first hear you speak and I'm like, Oh man, like this guy's saying some wild stuff. And then I see you with these kind of, um, I don't even know what you call it, that little ball with the rope or something. And I smash my foot. I smash my <laughs> Yeah, smash my foot with that thing. <laughs> and so, um, you know, you're winging it around like uh, when I was training with the Shaolin Masters. And I was like, well, that takes a lot of skill and dedication, right? And you could have given me a book on here. How is this? How do you use this advanced weapon, right? Which which is actually it's a really cool weapon. Um, and But you just gave it to me and you you let me fiddle around with it. And, and I feel, feel like that's kind of part of the essence of what you teach. You know what I mean? Is you need to put it into action. You can give me a book, um, but, you know, the best the best form of education is action. And unfortunately I smashed my foot with it. Um, but I, I learned something, you know? And so, yeah, I feel like that's, that's really the essence of a lot of what you're sharing. When I look at trying to study and, and be helpful and put things into action, the world is definitely changing at a rate that is, it could be for a huge benefit because everybody's asleep, but now the boat is rocking, you know, the earth is being shook. And you can choose to ignore it or you can choose to participate in the solution. And so for those people who are just waking up or want to take an action towards solution, towards peace, towards building a world or, or contributing to a world that is full of kindness, compassion and harmony and tolerance, how do you what do you suggest for them to begin with? Because I feel like everybody wants that secret book everybody, and I wanted it and I still want it. You know what I mean? That's why I traveled the world and I did all these different things. I want the secret. Is it meditating in a cave? Is it training with Shaolin monks? Is it studying with indigenous elders? You know, I've done all those things and they were all valuable in certain ways. 
Um, but it's still ultimately me and my own journey, my own experience and my own um, choices to try and contribute, to try and participate in the changes I feel like will be helpful. So what do you suggest for people who are um, maybe new to the journey or have been on the journey for a while to contribute to the change? Um, well, remember, you know, life and constant life has changed. That's acceptance. Uh, I, find, I find that a lot. Um, I thought my mom and dad's going to be here forever. They were my um, teachers. They were my mom and dad. Uh, Any time that I was in distress or anything like that, I called my dad and mom. And they always gave me a comforting word. But my father says that... Uh, I may say these words, but it's going to be up to you if you're going to use them or not, you know. And I think that's the hard thing to do is to some of these teachers that's out there. Some of them sound so good. And I've listened to some of them. And oh, my goodness. And they, they move you on top of that. But do they move you an inch or do they move you around the world? And kindness uh, doesn't belong in one place. It doesn't even belong inside of you. Um, kindness is like a seed. Uh, that we have to go move to do to be able to plant it in somebody else. Uh, this uh, winter, I was home for a while. I just want to. I'm going to mention his first name. Um, he, and if he's listening, he's going to know who he is. His name is Keith. That's all I'm going to say. Keith. Uh, we had a chance to talk a little bit, and I haven't really talked to him for a few years. Good friend. Uh, listened to him a lot, and he had concerns. I noted them concerns. I still note them concerns. Um, and listening to him, uh, listening to his life, listening to what he talked about. I was so overwhelmed with his story that uh, how he changed his life by a decision. And he changed it in a positive way. He changed it to uh, people around him. He changed it for his family. He changed it for his kids. And that went pretty far with me uh, when he told me that story. And it changed me in a little bit way. And he says, I listened to you on, on, on the podcast. I don't understand what you're saying and why you say the things you say. I said, why can't you just tell the way it is? And maybe that's the way it is sometimes, you know, I'm listening to them. And, um, and I admire, I still admire him. He's still a good friend. Um, and the same here. It's like, that's kind of why I'm here today. There's some of his words that he talked to me. And he didn't think he, he made an impression on me. He made a great impression on me. Um, but we still have people like that that uh, need this story told. Now, I, I think uh, if he um, had a, uh, a seminar or a place where he speaked, I'd be right in the front row with a notebook, uh, listening to this man and his wife. Them very, very two people that are going forward spiritually in this family. And I'm very proud of both of them. And to have that understanding, uh, the teachings, you know, we keep on thinking of the teachings as do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, do, all in order. Uh, that kindness sometimes is the hard thing to do uh, because when somebody uh, has a viewpoint of you uh, as a negative uh, point or something negative about you in your life, 
we hold that. We hold that uh, and that, that makes our decision for us. People do change in this world. I change in this world. There's a lot of things in my life that I'm not proud of, um, there's, but there's a lot of things in my life that I'm proud of. But that is life. That is uh, how it works. You know, only people that don't, don't understand that is the people that listen, the eyes not open. And we should always be our eyes open. There's holes in the ground, there's rocks, there's sticks that we might trip over. Look at our path. Individually, uh, that, uh, that change that we look at, we keep on thinking it's somewhere else. It's, it's in a book somewhere, something I have to read, a, a class that I have to take, a, a, a mantra or, or some sort of thing, a kata, uh, something that we do, then I'm going to get that change. That profound change happens in everyone if they have that understanding of, yes, there is good and there is bad. I think of all the things that got me to this spot. If I made the changes in the back, would you be here? Would the people around you would be here? Would I think differently? Do I want to think differently? But we don't think about that. We think there's always healing. Uh, some people say, David, can I heal you? I wasn't aware that I was broken or I needed healing. I know that uh, the, I've been having health issues the last uh, six or seven months, but I'm still here. Do I need healing? Probably up here, what I, what I see and what I feel, but no one can heal you. You can only heal yourself. I can only give you a, a method of healing yourself. My hands are powerless. My mind is the universe. So when people ask me, when you ask me, we've spent a lot of time together. Um, I don't know about tomorrow, but I know about today, what I can do today. That kindness that we talk about, taking a step forward, uh, the, don't judge. That, that's the hardest part of this whole thing. Don't judge, but we do. I sat down with this uh, bunch of people and uh, talking about giving things away. I think it was like about 20 people. And they said, oh, wow, I don't give the homeless because they're alcoholics and drug addicts. And I said, you might want to go buy the lottery ticket. You would win because you, you just described the lottery. Uh, you don't know. You don't know if you're going to win or not. When you judge a person by the looks and what you think, you're wrong. Because they're human beings, just like you and I. You know, what you do, I was sitting on the street and passed me and didn't, you didn't know me. Would you judge me as an alcoholic and drug addict? Most likely because our thought process is like cement. It's all mixed up and hardened. We don't want to change that. And, you know, people argue with me on these different points all the time. But Christians talk about the new coming. Uh, regular people talk about change. Uh, spiritual people talk about conscious awakening, um, all the same thing. You know, between all the spiritual groups, we don't talk to each other. The medicine men and people out there in the Native community, the pipe carriers, sweat keepers, they don't talk to each other. 
and uh, they don't get in large numbers. Why? Now, I go back home to where I'm from, Elsa Booktuk, you know, and I want to talk to the sweat keepers. I want to talk to some of the people that uh, help that community, but we don't talk to other communities there. We're all just segregated in different areas and the world segregated against us. Then we're segregated against them. How are we going to talk? How are we going to have financial freedom in what spirit is? Wow. So many different things, so much work to do. Write a book, we could do that. But as a carpenter, I build shelves for books to set upon. <laughs> Sometimes that book is you, that you have to go out and write it yourself. <laughs> Sometimes, Matthew, I just, I, I, I give up almost every day, but I have hope at night when I go to bed that I'm gonna wake up next morning. I just been thinking about that last uh, uh, few weeks uh, that had some trying times last few months health-wise. I don't know why, but I still have hope every morning, you know. Um, I'm, I'm greeted with a smiling face, my wife. I'm not, um, I'm not, um, I would say, the most spiritual person. I hate, I feel that hate inside of me. Now, some people release it, but it's hard to release that sometimes because sometimes it all makes sense of this world. But kindness also is inside me. So there's sometimes a balance. You notice I don't talk about love here. We use that word too much because the love will heal the world. I've heard that for 60 years or more. <laughs> we don't use it. It's a, it's a, it's a word that <laughs> we don't understand <clears throat> in vibration. We talk about the heart and we talk about the spiritual mind, things like that. The heart exists as an organ that we talk about does something else. We talk about the soul and spirit. What is, what are the two? I'm sure a bunch of you guys will lecture me on this, but in the Copper Scrolls, it says that each human being, there's a light inside of them, smaller than small, small, and it's blue. Is that spirit? I know that we can measure that as an energy source. Is it consciousness? Not sure of that either. Is it part of spirit? Not sure of that either. Is it part of soul? Not sure of that either. But I know, uh, as what I studied in books and in um, what atoms are and what quarks and all the different things are out there, uh, that there is something inside of each one of us, billions of billions of light that keeps you alive, keeps you conscious. And people talk about angels and spirits and grandfathers and ancestors. Not sure about all that stuff, but it doesn't bring us world peace, does it? If the psychics are out there you know, if you are a psychic, why don't you predict peace in this world? Why don't you tell us something good? You know, I'm sure you can figure out my grandfather online for who I am. We need to be real in some of this spiritual stuff. And we're not. 
we're not, we're fuzzy, we're fluffy. Uh, we're doing all the different things. Um, we, we try to communicate through ESP. Why don't we try just using our mouth? <laughs> that, that, that's a good start. I know that uh, that's, a lot of this is controversy. Uh, people want to say, oh, ESP is true. That's fine. If you believe that's fine. Earth is flat. That is your, your prerogative. You want to believe that. I'm not going to change your mind on that. But I know what I know, very little. And again, uh, if we're going to start any change in the world, start with yourself. You know, open thy eyes to the light, not to the darkness. Well, just like uh, in the past when we're doing a lot of podcasts, I, I get caught in the listening. And so that when it's uh, my time to, to speak, I have to think about something. Um, you know, I think a lot of what you're saying, it really resonates because we went uh, when we were traveling around doing the different talks, I would listen to you and, and Clifford speak uh, it was a lot more grounded, you know, than some of the stuff out there. And, and uh, there's a lot of, uh, I don't know, for lack of a better word, hype, you know, in the spiritual teachings with uh, psychics and prophets and all these different things. And that's okay. And that's part of it. But, it, but you guys would talk about spiritual entertainment, you know, and, and is it, is it driving home a solution? Is the, is the message of what they're sharing? Is it a solution or is it one person on stage speaking? Or is it, you know, I'll get emails from people saying, you know, I have this psychic gift and I can see people's healing and, and stuff like that. And then they ask me what to do with it. And I'm like, well, you know, if you're a powerful psychic, you should know what to do with it. You know, you have to be the answer, right? I can't tell you, I can give you a suggestion and I can be supportive. And I feel like that's what we can do as a community for each other is support one another, whatever, whatever that is, you know, a lot of the, if I am doing coaching or things like that, it's like asking people who they are and what they want to do and then say, okay, well then you know what it is now go do it. And they're like, well, how is, I don't know how I barely know what I'm doing. <laughs> and that's, I think what you're talking about is a step into the darkness. It is unknown right? You, we, we go into Facebook and we look at all that nonsense there and, and it's just changed so dramatically in a year with Google and, and we're realizing how predatory these things are. You had spoken before about the prophecy of the rainbow monster stealing the minds of your children. Well, that's one generation of, of television or two generations of television and how um, harmful it can actually be. It, it's even more separated from how we live. And one of the big things I've seen from people who are looking for solutions is they're like, you know, I want to get out of this illusion, you know, this false sense of security of a job that isn't really contributing to the community or the world. And I want to get, you know, I want security for my family and I want a good community. And these are all things that we weren't really taught how to do. We, we, we forgot about clean food, clean water, uh, treating your neighbor with respect, helping someone, right? Because we've we've been so compartmentalized where you've talked about you don't know your neighbors. Luckily, I do know my neighbors because I, I you know, I took that teaching and I'm, uh, you know, that's kind of the person I am. I want to know who I'm around and when I see them and I greet them. And I got this guy on my street, man. And uh, it's, he doesn't even acknowledge our existence. Like we'll be walking. He's always out front of his house and he's like about our age. He doesn't even acknowledge our existence. And I got to be honest, it pisses me off. You know, me and my daughter are right there and just will keep his head down. Won't even say hello. I'll talk to his wife. Um, she's very friendly. So that to me is just such a shocker. And so how do we get back to this? Because the people who want those things, we're realizing how important they are, you know, and that we don't need that much. You know, what we do need as humans is we need community. We need an opportunity to grow. 
um, but also reconnecting to the earth and life, you know, simplicity, everything on the, in the magic box or your screens or the phones is very artificial. And we've kind of been lured into that false light or this false illusion and the false security. And we need to get back to the earth, um, back to um, what is true and what is real. And so that's just my rant. Do you want to add on to that? I don't really have a question. <laughs> yeah, um, we had we had a chance to uh, do some touring, speaking, uh, different events, all the different things uh, out there. And what we led to believe, uh, is it the truth? Again, it's that belief process that we go through. And again, uh, I'm not on Facebook or YouTube on a different platform. Hopefully this platform is strong enough to uh, share my viewpoint. And, and, you know, I know places I speak that because I'm a speaker that they just want me there to bring people in so pe they can make their money off the gadgets and books and what they're um, talking about. And I don't know. So some of these uh, places that I, I speak, you know, they talk about bases on the moon, UFOs, uh, aliens, uh, the CIA objective, uh, the um, objective of the aliens, the green aliens. And I can just go through numbers on, of, of what this is. You can find them out there. Are these true? I mean, and again, is looking for that proof of what that is. And uh, the, the government just released uh, some videos on unidentified flying objects. Uh, and uh, some of it's pretty compelling. Uh, I took the video apart to see if it's true. It's, the video is, is, is a uh, genuine video. Um, and to have the government admit they didn't know what it was. That's the, to me, that's, well, great. You don't know what this thing is. Uh, what is it? And I did look at some of the video and I did have some people contact me on that. Uh, it's um, aliens. Uh, possibly. Uh, secret projects might be, uh, uh, you know, reading in some of the older books on uh, history. Uh, now, history is very narrow. You got to remember that. Uh, the human history is very narrow down the line. Uh, you, you, you take uh, the Native American history, you go, it has a date and time, and we celebrate that date and time when we're um, interactive with um, the non-natives. How did they affect our world? Uh, first, uh, when they came here, we had a different belief than they did at the time. And people have said, oh, it's a, it's a better belief. To a certain point, it is a better belief, but it did not match up with we call the conquerors. And it didn't happen overnight. We killed a lot of them coming here because they were invading our land. Uh, that was never talked about very much in the Native American community because uh, a lot of it was, wasn't documented because we were writing a lot of things down. We used hieroglyphs on walls and uh, cave carvings and what we could find. So, but the, in the Native American history, that's not written down only by the conquerors. So that history of the contact, very limited uh, in, in what really went on. And you could read about it and some people argue me about this, but it did change us. Uh, just the first contact changes because it gave us a different way of thinking 
different way of looking at a human being, uh, different clothing, different language, uh, different technology. They arrived from the ocean. Uh, we did not know what was over the ocean at the time. So they came out of space, all we know. And that changed over a period of 300 years. Uh, the conquerors came more, uh, more of their change came. Uh, religion was one of them, uh, the technology, the different ways of thinking, uh, different ways of doing things uh, did not match up with the ways of the inhabitants of that land at the time. Uh, one became more powerful than the other. And so they did the genocide, they killed and murdered and all the different things. And it's awful. I mean, that's, uh, that, that history is very tragic. It did not kill all of us, though. Um, the, some of us uh, don't know our own history, only what has been told to us. And still, um, there's a separation. Um, we, we know that we're missing something, but we don't know what. We replace that values with other things that we think we know. And uh, we can only go back a certain uh, dateline in our history and, and uh, come from that history from there and try to rebuild our own culture, which is right now it's almost impossible to do with all the technology of that conquering um, civilization uh, because I'm, I'm on it right now. Um, but again, uh, with all the technology out there, uh, with the conquering, uh, the planes, the video cameras on the planes, things like that, we determine uh, that little dot that we see floating around we can't identify is aliens. Is it? I don't know. I myself, I don't. I, I can't tell you if that's aliens or, or technology or a drone or a thing like that. So, um, yes and no. Um, are they trying to hide something? I don't know that. Um, between the 1970s to 1990s, uh, the government used UFOs as a, a distraction. Uh, they they popularized the UFOs to hide their black projects, their planes, uh, the spy planes. And, um, and that gave us enough uh, conspiracy stuff that we thought there was aliens out there because the government did not deny it very much, um, but they did not say what it really was. So you, you can look at that, this blue book and several other um, uh, things written about that. Um, what's going on now? Um, uh, I know that we are petitioning the government on disclosure and I've been to a couple of disclosure uh, events and we're not disclosing. Uh, I, I thought that was, uh, okay, great. And I did bring uh, some information with me to disclose or to the disclosure groups. And it wasn't disclosure, it was a big uh, fair on, on uh, books and conspiracies and all the different things. And I was kind of appalled by that because here we are um, in a spiritual realm um, uh, talking about truth but we weren't speaking the truth uh, I, I know most of these people you guys know most of these people and uh, get kind of uh, fed up with that because uh, here again um, that I used to speak out in the public and I used to play my flute and tell stories and kind of talk about what we're talking about now but I became entertainment oh great that's good entertainment 
And in the conspiracy theories, I became entertainment. Uh, they, oh, he's Native American animal, copper scrolls, things like that. And uh, they use that for their own benefit. Uh, there's nothing to do with the truth of the copper scrolls. There's nothing to do with what I'm saying or, or my um, uh, ancestry. Uh, it was a nice thing up in lights so other people can come and see what they're doing. Uh, and you know how I feel about this, and we, you and I have talked about this extensively off camera. And again, is it true? What I seen it, in my opinion, everything I looked at, you know, in, in, including that we traveled to the moon and back, things like that, I looked extensively on this and I couldn't find what they were, look, were looking at. And now there's lawsuits and all the different things that are going on with, with that particular group and you can figure out this if you really look at it. And, and it's all about money. It's all about uh, books. It's all about um, uh, who said what and what they did and uh, somebody's making more money than they are. It has nothing but the truth. It has nothing about aliens or, or flying saucers and things like that. So the, the, some of the compelling evidence that I look at uh, that we're not even looking at, you know, uh, we need some sort of uh, space alien events. Can you imagine if uh, there was a civilization out there that didn't want anything to do with us uh, and, um, and stayed in their own, stayed out of our business most of the time, as long as we didn't blow each other up. That was fine. Uh, that civilization was so advanced that they could stay out of their business. They had cloaking devices. They had other devices out there that uh, they didn't have to see us. But the last uh, four or five or 10 years, they're trying to make this stuff known. They're, they're saying there is something there. It's not what you think of them. And I think some of that compelling evidence is coming out. And again, it's not lights flying around in the middle of the night. It's like us going to California, driving to California and going to California at night and driving around the neighborhood and come back. If there are visitors from another world visiting us, they would want to make contact just like we would. And uh, just like the Europeans, when they first came here, they, they wanted to make contact. That's the human way of doing things. We're going to make contact. And if we are say that we are from the stars, we are the aliens here. You know, we are trying to uh, make a better world. We're trying to do that, but there's very few numbers trying to do that. Some of us are so caught up in this financial stuff, we forget what we did doing this for. And I think that's what's going on now, individually. And I was hoping, uh, I did make a few contacts out there that uh, good contacts I was still working with. And some of the information I have, I'm going to be releasing here, hopefully soon. Um, and uh, you're part of this, Matthew. You all will always be part of this. Is it the truth? No, it's just what I found out and some of the technologies that we use. And my technology is pretty simple. I, I use balloons. I send balloons up in the air, I take pictures down, take pictures up sideways. I measure um, magnetic disturbances up there. Uh, whatever you think that magnetic disturbance, and, and that's been still going on since we've been talking uh, with, with, uh, as uh, ancient echoes, uh, part of the research and development. Uh, we are uh, looking at, a, looking at uh, different facilities to um, work from to, um, uh, to keep this per this, this uh, technology go on. Are we looking for UFOs? We've found some. Um, are they aliens? 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they're, but you know, we did find some things that we could not explain what they were. Um, but, but again, on ourselves and what we look at in this world and what we see, that's really up to you. Um, I, I don't know more than anybody else. Uh, I, I, I guess I tinker, I guess, in a lot of the things that I talk about. Um, and again, that's going to be really up to us uh, if you want to take that step forward in, in understanding really what it is. It wasn't, it wasn't an answer, but it was um, <laughs> somewhere out <else>, there. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, it's always interesting. Yeah, I remember looking at the, um, forget what you call it, Project Bright Star with the high altitude balloons. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's pretty fascinating stuff. And I was able to see some of the technology, which again was also uh, fascinating. And some of your art too, I think is, is really amazing. Um, there's a lot to this and I feel like there's, there's so much confusion. I think it's deliberate confusion. And what's different now is that people that are looking for change, I feel like are willing to do something. And, you know, finances definitely run our lives. You know, I think it's the modern form of slavery because if we don't get those, those money coupons, uh, then we can't provide for our children. And that's why I think a lot of people will break their integrity, you know, whether it's a little bit or a lot because they, they want to provide for their family and it's a challenging space to be in. And it might be necessary for our growth to, you know, um, commit to doing something that we know is is valuable for our communities and that's going to require letting go so it's not an easy thing uh, but it might be a necessary thing if we do want to grow and you'll grow as the individual yourself um, but also if you do it the problem is you have to be first and then other people will come with you there's just it's so much easier to do together and there's just not enough people willing to make that change yet to make it an easier process but when a few of you work together, then it's going to get a lot easier. So that's kind of what we need here is, is some groups of people to be um, making the plunge first and uh, you, you, people will come with you. So um, is there anything else that you want to share? Is there anything else that you want to do address today? Yeah. I mentioned organization Ancient Echoes. Um, people want to know why it's called Ancient Echoes. Um, if you look up into the universe, uh, the universe in back of me, there's a signature out there. Uh, light travels at a certain speed. And we can only see as far as that light goes. <clears throat> and right now is a somewhat billion years, but ancient echoes is the reverberation, so-called the big bang. So that is the echo of what uh, truth and spirituality is about. We can he honestly hear that echo. If we put the radio telescope, we can hear the hiss. So when you turn on the radio and you hear the hiss between the stations, that is the ancient echo. And ancient echo goes back a lot. A lot of the technology and a lot of the things that we know that uh, we're just rediscovering again. I don't have any free energy machines. I work with a lot with uh, different types of uh, energy out there. One, one of them is a piezoelectric effect. Um, I don't believe nature has free energy. Even the sun is not free energy. It had to come from somewhere. Uh, so I don't work with free energy machines. Uh, I hear that a lot of people say, oh, you work with free energy. Uh, there's no such thing as free energy. I, uh, if only way it could be free energy, if you had the dam that's powering your lights and not pay for the dam, that's free energy. Uh, and it's good. Or windmills are still a billion, a million, couple of million dollars to put up and they're not free energy. Uh, the people that claim um, they always need a little thing to get their free energy machine, most likely it's currency or money. 
Um, I don't have free energy machines. I have machines that work on less energy than what you need. Uh, and they're doable. I've, I've experimented with some of those. And um, Ancient Echoes is an organization. It's incorporated now where we are incorporated. Uh, they are part of the development of uh, the technologies and the development of, um, of how to bring this technology forward and, um, and understanding that. And, but again, it's just like what I said that um, we can't, I can't do this alone. Uh, and right now that I'm the only uh, scientist on board working and, uh, and I'm putting that SOS out to other people that uh, our organization is very small, limited on the financial end of it. Uh, we are looking for uh, donations. Uh, we're looking for people that want to help. Uh, I need uh, people that understand computers, uh, some in uh, uh, engineering, uh, electronic engineering, drones, um, things like that. I, I see I see these people online on YouTube and they, they got all this technology and they're doing all this thing. That's the people that I need to be able to put things together. Uh, we're starting up the balloon project again. Uh, hopefully by the uh, end of July that we will be able to put a balloon up online uh, so everybody can see uh, the what's up there. And But again, uh, each one of those balloons costs $6,000 each to put up through the technology. Um, and right now that uh, our budget is non-existent. So uh, any help out there that's uh, possible that we'd be most welcome. And, um, and we are incorporated. I'm not really sure what that really means quite yet, but uh, again, uh, we are uh, slowly putting this business together. Uh, so the Star Teachings technology won't be stolen from us. Right now that we put the trust out there that most of the technology uh, went in other hands that we didn't benefit it at all. So we, we, we're trying to uh, uh, keep the technology with the ancient echoes. Uh, and, and then most of the podcasts and stuff like that I've done, uh, people use them for other things and we're trying to do that. That's come, kind of reason why we're on a different platform. But uh, uh, any any help, uh, a thumbs up or something, a dollar here, dollar there does add up. And um, to uh, bring this forward and to bring this to the world is gonna take a lot of financial means to do that. And uh, that's the sad part of this whole thing is like, I don't like the financial end of it because I'd rather be working, but I'm only one person trying to put this technology together. And uh, and right now, the last year or so that we've been, we're not completely home, we've been living in motels, but that gets expensive. And uh, we've been trying to uh, work this technology and work with some of the things that's going on. Again, we're, we're limited on that. And right now we're actively looking for land and a house in the state of Maine. Um, and hopefully more in mid Maine, uh, we look at Millbridge, uh, Ellsworth, um, Cherryfield, Columbia Falls in that area. So we are actively looking, but um, that's all I can think of right now. If you had any more questions, Matthew, or anything from my wife, and she's sitting right there listening. So. <laughs> Uh, I don't have any uh, specific questions, but I don't know if Jacqueline wants wants you to speak about anything else. Um, I guess um, the SOS is out that we do need help. Um, uh, we are working on a couple of projects right now. One of them is uh, uh, through the Blue Star Productions through Ancient Echoes. Uh, we are working on a documentary on uh, the blueberry harvest of Maine 
the influence of the Native American people in the blueberry harvest. There's several movies out there, that, but this one will be a little bit different. Uh, we've been working on the, the movie for about a year or maybe a little bit more on getting footage and things like that, but we still have another two years on that project. And that's a $200,000 project and we'll take contributions on that direction. Uh, that's bringing light to the Native American on the influence of the blueberry harvest. Uh, my parents and my family has been involved with that um, um, harvest and uh, we're going to be putting them in. And the last interview I done with my mother, um, it was about the blueberry harvest. That was the last interview she's ever done. So we have that on tape. And if you can think of anything else, Jacqueline, that would be great. Oh yeah. And we've been working other ways about uh, bringing my art forward. Uh, many years ago that I, I'm a painter. I do a lot of, I used to do portrait paintings and things like that is to bring, uh, all artists would want to do this, is that, um, to bring their painting alive, uh, to be able to have what um, the painting is about, to express that painting. We have a kind of a simple way, but a, a good way of doing that. And we've been doing that the last, uh, uh, working on that the last uh, couple of weeks. And we call that the Loon Project. Uh, we have, if you look online, you see, uh, one of the pictures of the story of the loon in the universe. I'll be telling that story um, in each one of those paintings. We figured out a technology to put that uh, story into the um, print. So the, uh, stay tuned in that. And that's very exciting. And we're working on that uh, probably uh, this weekend. So that's going to be really incredible to see that and to have each one of the um, prints to tell that story for you. And that's, you wait, that's, so that's, that's going to be fun. And most of the stuff that we're doing, we're kind of going to do it that area, uh, be able to, to uh, um, if you get a print, is be able to have that uh, print talk to you, uh, me personally, to you. So I think that's it. <laughs> well, that's, that's pretty amazing. Well, I have seen some of your art in person and it's always uh, amazing. And you always have a very, usually in-depth story you know they're not just uh they're not just painted or, or created for no reason is to represent uh one of the stories and so one of the fascinating things i remember is just that you know you and clifford and and um carlos all had a twenty thousand year history and it's passed down through story so whether it's you know an allegory or whatever and i think i remember one of the first podcasts is asking i was like wait are these stories true or are you just saying these stories because the moral of the story is be kind and compassionate, happy and, and tolerant of each other? You know, I didn't know. And so, you know, well, whether they're they're direct, true in fact, or they are um, to help people be more kind and compassionate, both the intention is there. And that's what we need as a community, no matter how it's shared. And so, you know, if we've got one culture that writes the history down, well, what we're seeing now is a modern day book burning and how history can be changed and influenced so quickly. But when stories are passed down from one generation to another, uh, they remain intact. And I thought that that was just a very uh, fascinating difference between cultures. And so I'm always grateful for you coming on and sharing a little bit of your history and, and some of your stories with us and, and some of those insights. If people do want to support and they want to learn more, where should they go? Um, there, there's hopefully we're going to connect some websites to this podcast and then just click on there. Uh, Ancient Echoes is a good place to go. Um, I'm not on Facebook anymore, so you can't get in contact with me. Um, but there's other sources out there that you can click into. It's ancientechoes.org, sure yeah. right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. 
Great. Awesome. Well, David, thank you so much. Uh, David or Jacqueline, do you have anything else that you want to share? Hang on, hang on. I just okay. got a message from some folks trying to sign in and it says that the video is restricted. So some people in Canada haven't been able to watch the video. Yeah, no, we just got word that this video has been restricted in some platforms, so they can't get into from Canada, but uh, we'll try to figure that out and find another way they can view this, so. <laughs> it makes sense, you know, they, yeah, they got me in, in Facebook in early summer and deleted me on Instagram, and so there are other platforms coming up. We'll make sure that the video is available. I've been using a, a, a platform called Rockfin. Um, yep. which I think it, you know, but it doesn't have my old ones and also Odyssey, but I believe they're trying to take down that whole platform. So, yeah. uh, you know, that's why I send people to my website because at least I control that and they can get access to all the videos there, but I will make sure that everybody can access it because this, uh, censorship is just completely bonkers. And hopefully what will happen is that people will create solutions. Um, so we can share this information because we do need to be able to connect. So one of the projects that's kind of in the works right now is to send um, several balloons up into the um, higher atmosphere and they'll stay about two or three months as much as I can and they will beep out a Morse code of some of the teachings around the world and anybody that have ham radio or can um, receive those uh, can decipher those. Um, that can't be censored. So well, that, that, project, that project is, is, is in the works well, yeah, keep me in loop with everything. You know, I've been using Telegram as well, so I can share a message through there. Maybe you guys want to use that too, but it seems like the last free platform, like hundreds of millions of people are are going there. So hopefully it will remain open. Um, it's the only place so, I can find information without the banning and then the shadow banning, which is also yeah, very clever. Yeah, and right now the, we're basing ourselves on Gab for now. Uh, so that platform is uh, not censored at this time. So uh, the other ones, uh, depending on what you're talking about, they do shut you off, so... Yeah, we are on Gab right now. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, I know Gab's a good one. I tried to go there first, but I kept. I think so many people were migrating over there where I couldn't. I couldn't get to post anything, so it bugged me. So I went to Miwi. Miwi's working. Um, it's just so challenging because now you have nine platforms where before you just had one and you post there. So um, you know, if you got a place where you can get the information out, those things will start to be more supported. So we need to pe have people get off Facebook and participate in these alternative platforms. You know, taking the energy out of a system that you know probably doesn't have your best interest in mind. Yeah, and that's hard to tell people. Um, you know, I'm going to stay on Facebook, but uh, I will be censored on Facebook. Uh, I can guarantee that. So staying on there, you probably won't get this message. So, Yeah, well, we'll do what we can to share. So if you guys are listening to this, uh, it's on YouTube. I will upload it to Odyssey. Um, I can even make the direct file available to you if you wish. And uh, you can share it in any of my podcasts for that matter. If you want the file, I'm happy to sh share them with you to try to get the word out because it is, it is an information war. It's a spiritual war, it seems. And um, anybody that is intending to move towards peace and community is, uh, you know, I think uh, useful. And that's what we need is the participation. What did you used to say about that? Um, something is part prayer is participation or something like that. <laughs> You know what I'm talking part about? Part of the teachings. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ceremony, uh, participation is part of ceremony. Ceremony part of participation. You have to do something. There you go. That's the one. <laughs> so now is the time to do something. So David, is uh, really good to hear from you. I'm, I'm glad that you're well. I'm sorry that, uh, you know, this year has been challenging. I feel like uh, it's been very challenging for a lot of people. And hopefully something beautiful will come from this. So uh, just thanks for coming on the show and sharing. Well, thank you, Matthew. And my regards to your family and that little one. That little one must be 
getting older. So, <laughs> yep, older, faster, and able to get into more trouble. So it's uh, it's been a fun fun ride so far. Well, thank everybody for listening. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yep. Thank you very much. See everybody. Thanks for watching. See you in the next one. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the absolutely amazing David Lone Bear Senapass. It has been a while since we spoke. It is always a treat to um, chat with him and hear what he's up to. You know, when I continue to do these podcasts and I think about the time where I studied with him, you know, a lot of the stuff I'm just like, holy smokes, that's really, he didn't go really out there today. But if you listen to some of our podcasts, I'm like, wow, it's hard to decipher through the riddles, but it's interesting because when you go through the star teachings of kindness, compassion, happiness, contentment, uh, practicing what you know, sharing what you know, they're all so simple. Getting someone's name and now with the whole mask thing, it's like, wow, these simple, basic spiritual teachings are so very important and we're not good at applying them. What we're conditioned to do is we want the next one and we want the next one and we want the next one, but we haven't integrated kindness. We haven't integrated compassion. We haven't integrated integrated happiness within ourselves so how can we go on to the next ones and you know from that frame of mind when i look at different spiritual teachers i feel like he really uh, hits the nail on the head on those perspectives on what we need to do and integrate as people for our own evolution and for the evolution of our communities he'll talk a lot about it going from me to we how can we do this together so um, it's always a great treat to speak with him if you enjoyed the show please share it go to mattbelair.com become a member you can do so for free free or by donation um, just hit me up matt at zenathlete.com if you can't make a contribution that is no problem at all just send me an email i'll send you a free link um, but if you can throw uh you know a, a buck or two up there you'll see some options um in the membership link that would be greatly appreciated to keep this show going and uh you know doing all the work and then eventually one day i'll have an assistant and we'll put out even more content and little clips and make it even more professional look like joe rogan or all those other guys who are doing amazing work so you know day by day we get a little bit better um for those of you guys who want to um, get very clear on who you are you want to know what your life purpose is your dharma your vocation who you came here to be if you want to know that for sure in your cells in your bones and then be able to integrate that path so you can you know basically mold yourself because knowing who you, who you are and uh, who you came here to be and what your vocation is that's easy we can figure that out quick but integrating it that's the challenge and so if you're looking for tools uh, check out the soul compass course check out quantum heart hypnosis or apply for coaching send me an email matt at zenathlete.com would love to work with you support you and help uh, architect your life your um, your dream your soul's mission who you came here to be because it's always of service to other people and if I can support you in that it would be an honor to do so so just hit me up um, so that's it let's come into a state of peace and coherence before we close this show wherever you are in the world just stop what you're doing take in a deep breath in through your nose hold that breath and let it out slowly filling every cell every muscle and every fiber of your being with peace joy compassion energy courage inspiration connection and ready to take on the rest of the day so thank you so much for listening and we will see you in the next episode